emergency. Are you All ready right. to take a shot? Yeah, let's oh. take these shots. Looks like uh, you need it. <laughs> I'm about to take a big shot right now because I have a chaser of orange juice. I'm I'm gonna chase my shot with uh, wine. Cool. Ready? Well, let's cheers it in. Cheers it in! Yay! Cool. Was that like tequila? a yeah, tequila Ugh. and red wine. Oh, wow! Yeah, this is cocktail <laughs> murder. Ooh, that just hit my chest just now. <laughs> uh, yes, this is cocktail murder. Wow! If you guys are feeling my off vibe right now, yeah. It's because I just spilled a whole glass of wine all over the table. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot to clean up. Oh, my It gosh. was a two-man job for sure. <laughs> for sure. But we did it. And we're here. We are here. We're oh, recording. Now all we, can we wanted breathe. to do was freaking record. Freaking record. We were prepared. We were good to go. We had our workout in. I was we had about to press record. Yeah. And then it's yeah, filled. and then we had like a healthy meal for dinner. We like did. we had a good day. Today was such a good day. And then you well, spill wine. I will. It's like, <laughs> you know what? It's like, you know, when you're having a bad day. Not that I had a bad day, but you know when yeah. you're having a bad day and like your belt loop gets randomly caught on the doorknob or something <laughs> stupid. Yeah, this was the cherry that, on that top. That was the fucking doorknob. For yeah, me. I'm just like already kind of in a mood just mm -hmm. because you know pms whatever. exactly yeah for sure and that just like pissed me off <laughs> for sure no i i totally get it i totally get I, it i was like so in my head as it was spilling yeah it first of all it spilled so slow yeah and second of all i was like looking for something to blame <laughs> And like you I couldn't. couldn't. <laughs> it was me. That's, that's what you had to come to terms with. That it's it's you. <laughs> Anyways, we're here. This is yeah. cocktail murder. It is. We drink. Obviously, we just took a shot of tequila. Um, and yeah, we drink. We talk about murder, and um, we talk about black victims, people of color victims only. Um, because you white people have your your platforms, man. You guys are good, dude. Y'all are. Good out here when i say i was researching for a case i was like oh my god i kind of want to do a small town like right. crime true crime murder thing but then like it, everyone was fucking white <laughs> i was like are you kidding me that's how it is are you kidding me we get no coverage zero literally zero so i was like damn i really had to do some research to find a story but yeah, yeah, it, it fucks. So anyways, we're here to um, shed light on the cases that don't um, have any light shed on them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, to say the names of those victims that um, have been lost in yes. paperwork yeah. a lot of the times. Honestly, oh, my God. Paperwork. Um, and just get, you know, thrown to the side. Yeah. It's really sad. It sucks because a lot of uh, these true crime cases, especially when it comes to white victims, they mm -hmm. get 
their justice a lot of the time, one, because they're white, and two, because people raise hell about it. Yeah. People are not stopping, like, talking about it until justice is served. Yeah. Um, and it just sucks because we get no coverage on mm-hmm. the cases of mm-hmm. victims of color, of black victims, only because we're victims of color and black victims. Right. Um, and so yeah a lot of our cases go unsolved yeah (laughs) because of that like i said it gets lost in the paperwork because nobody knows about it and that's that's a scary thing yeah yeah yeah. um speaking of which though we have um the case of elijah that you wanted to bring up yeah elijah mclean so if you guys are not familiar or forgot which you shouldn't forget about elijah mclean um he is the 23 year old black man even though when you see pictures of him you're like oh he's he's just a boy he looks so young yeah um he was from Aurora, I believe, Colorado, and he was mm-hmm. walking home one day, and uh, these officers decided that he looked sketchy. Yeah. So they slammed him against the wall, put him in a chokehold as he was pleading and begging for his life. Um, one of the officers, or actually, I believe it was a paramedic that oh. was there, um, injected him with ketamine mm-hmm. or ketamine um which caused him to go into cardiac arrest mm-hmm. um he was he was sent to the hospital but he was brain dead um and then died or was taken off of his life support a couple days later um mm. this happened a few years ago and yeah. it didn't blow up until 2020 yeah because now we do have social media and yeah. we have the resources to talk about these victims of color mm-hmm. and so now we're able to raise hell mm-hmm. about these cases mm-hmm. you know when before we couldn't and now we can so it mm-hmm. came back to light in 2020 and just today um those let me see it was three officers i believe sorry give me one second i want to get the number right yeah three officers the three officers and the two paramedics were indicted in his death today oh my god Uh, clap clap yes Um, that is something that is so good to hear because it's rare that that happens yeah um yeah, it, oh my gosh. And if you guys don't remember, again, this is the case where the officers that murdered him took pictures mocking his murder. Yep. They were like, one of the officers was uh, putting the other officer in a chokehold, the same chokehold that they put Elijah McClain in. And yes, and they were like laughing and smiling in the picture as mm. to like mock him. So, such a crazy story. Mm. If you don't know it or if you haven't heard about it, go and read his story um he also some of his last words were i can't breathe and it's just oh my gosh it's it's so crazy um it's another story like the police officers uh they were wearing body cams but Mm. said that the body cams got knocked off Mm -hmm. and that's why they or cut off mysteriously yeah mysteriously they also said that um, they lied and said that he was reaching for one of the officer's guns and then later on found out that he wasn't at all. Yeah. Like it was like so crazy and they had no business even approaching him in mm-hmm. the first place. Um, so yeah, I'm just happy that they are getting indicted and I, I thought that, that was big news that needs yeah. to be shared. For sure, for sure. Um, in other news, there is a gosh, I don't know her name on her 
on her Instagram, it's Mercedes Moore. Mercedes Moore, yeah. She um, was unfortunately found this morning. Her case was involved in a murder-suicide. Yes. Um, and I believe she was um, one of those Instagram girls. Um, but still, like, yeah, that – definitely shocked social media yeah, and um, the, this the morning. the guy that murdered her was so creepy looking. Very creepy looking. Yeah, yeah. that was a huge case too. There's a rumor that it was a setup. I, You know how social media yeah. is. So yeah. I honestly, I try to look it up just to see um, how true that is. There's yeah. no like details. Well, I mean, this case is so new. Yeah, so yeah literally we're new. We're not yeah. going to have any even if Major details, details came out like the day of or the day after, I never really want it's to unsure. get into those. So yeah, unsure. That, at that point, it's really just all speculation. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is a case that we will be, um, mm-hmm. you know, following up on and, and seeing what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. See what kind of information they have. Unfortunately, the man that murdered her also committed suicide. So yeah. ugh, the, I... I hate when that happens yeah. because it's like you have the audacity and the balls to kill someone mm-hmm. and then you take your own life like you're fucking no, coward. Face up, face yeah. up. Yeah. Like face up. A dude. fucking coward. You're exactly. a fucking coward for sure. Yeah. Um, so prayers go out to her family too, because yes. Jesus, I you know, she didn't deserve it, and her family members definitely don't deserve that disturbing right. news mm-hmm. this morning. Exactly. For sure. Um we were just talking about how, like, even, like, looking at the news, how so fucking sad it is lately. Right. And even though, like, it's good to stay informed and, um, you know, to keep up of, like, what's happening. It's just so – it just seems like the past few days have just been so sad. Um, yeah. Like, even in San Diego, we had a jumper um, yeah, on – Yeah, just yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah. Someone contemplating his life. Like, it's just – it seems like we're in, in some sad times. So, like, do what you can to just, like, yeah. I don't want to say stay happy, but do what you can to keep yourself grounded for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think that that's something that we have had to learn given what we do. I yeah. mean, we talk about sad shit. Oh, my shit God. All the time. All the time. Yeah. And so, I mean, I know our belligerents are all fun and games and our mini so yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're having a good time. But, but these cases. Really, yeah, these cases, it, it's really like you have to laugh to stop from crying. Exactly. Exactly. Because like, it's so sad. And like, like you said, um, I mean, yesterday, yeah, there was a jumper on the bridge. And so that was like, difficult to see. And today, I mean, I was driving and there was a really terrible accident and the passengers most likely did not make it. I'll tell Mm. you that that's how bad the car looked. Um, And then like, like I said, I'm like, I I went to Google it just to see because I always Google these things just to make sure like, is this a family member? Is this somebody I know? Mm -hmm. You know, I want to like follow up and and see what's going on. Um, So I looked it up, San Diego News, but then there was like, a Navy like plane crash on the base today. (laughs) And it was like, Oh my God, what the hell? And then I'm getting all this news from Hurricane Ida. Rest yeah. in peace to oh those my God. people. You go, and whoever is out there. Oh yeah, my God. Hope, yeah. Or if I your family members are out there. Find some yeah. way to 
move forward. I, exactly. I mean, I don't even have the words. I don't even yeah. know no, it's what just, to say about it's any of It's honestly this. like pretty shitty times right now. Like it really when we is. were even talking about what's going on in Afghanistan, I almost, I was taught, you know, I said, yeah, I'm president. And I stopped myself because I almost said President Bush instead of President <laughs> Biden. <laughs> like, so we're in some like weird, shitty, trying times. Yeah. So honestly, do what you can to stay grounded, whether that's escaping by looking at your favorite TV show, yeah. listening to podcasts or reading, writing, journaling, mm-hmm. whatever, sleeping shit, whatever you need to do to just stay grounded, whatever takes you to um, a comfortable place, please do it because yeah, right now it's really all kind of, I mean, it, yeah. there are obviously there are people that have lost their homes. There are people yes. who have lost their lives. People yeah. have lost uh, family members. Mm-hmm. Um some of us are just having a bad day at work. Yeah. You know, it's like And then it progressively needs... gets worse and you spill fucking wine all Dude, over the table oh on the God. floor. <laughs> I'm like, now that we're talking about all these huge, yeah. crazy events, I'm like, well, fuck that wine, you know? No, for like, sure. It's nothing compared. It but make you feel like that. But it still sucks. But it's, it's something. It just – but it's just a small reminder of, like, how we are not living in a perfect world. Like at at all, all, you know, this is not a perfect world. Sometimes life happens. Sometimes people in Congress make shitty decisions, you know, about your life. They officially banned abortions after six weeks in Texas. That's insane. That is insane. That is insane. That's insane. You know how many like girls out there would have to raise children? I saw I saw a meme today and it was like um, they're going to put they're going to put abortions back in texas um once they see all the biracial babies shit like, world. i'm like she they sure would <laughs> they sure would absolutely but um but yeah. yeah so do what you can to stay grounded yeah, whatever and, that is and if you can help help mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. find organizations legit organizations that you can donate to i know even there's uh there was the huge um seven magnitude um uh earthquake in haiti Mm. and they literally have no place i mean their death count is up to 1900 wow right now and they literally have no place for hospitals they are putting people out on the streets treating people on the streets because they cannot put them in buildings in hospitals Um, some people are just looking for fucking a case of water Mm. you know right now so it's just like in any way that you can help and in new orleans i think it's new new orleans specifically where um like the lights are out now like so basically the lifeline is kind of getting cut off yeah i mean people's Um, homes are underwater yeah and some people can't evacuate some people have nowhere else to go and that's something that we should all really i did i did see that a lot of people were saying like how come they didn't just evacuate when they were told because you are told to evacuate not everyone has the means to just get up and go yeah i remember when the thomas fire happened near Ventura County mm-hmm. and me and our brother we were rooming together and it was super close to our apartment and we had no other family members in the county the mm-hmm. closest people to us were you guys in here in San Diego and so we just made the decision we said like thank god you guys were here because we we're like fuck it let's drive three hours three and a half yeah. hours and go to San Diego right. because other than that us including almost everyone else in the county they were 
at the different shelters on the fair, you know, right. by the fairgrounds, high schools, they colleges. Really oh my God, they get too. filled. Everyone's sleeping in their cars. Mm-hmm. It's so, it was just, that alone was crazy. Yeah. So yeah. And I think there's a fire going on too. So just, <laughs> yeah, there's just so much shit happening. Uh, I can't anymore. <laughs> no, I, I know. I know. It's just, there's so much happening. A lot oh of um, bad shit, negative shit is going on. Once again, do what you can to stay grounded that doesn't mean ignore your feels and like try to be positive and happy it just means feel what you feel but be grounded you know because you never yeah. know what could happen to us you never know what could happen to you and That's in your city say too, like and ch- check on your people like check, check on your yeah. families at make all sure times. everyone is okay listen i feel like we're heading into the end times okay i'm For not sure. heading into it. i think we are in the end times and i think it's important that we are yes. all um with our loved ones. <laughs> yep. For sure. Close to our loved ones, happy I agree. with our loved I ones, agree. good with our loved ones. I yeah. think that that's very important because once again like we you know a lot we we hear about a lot of stuff overseas that are mm-hmm. fucked up, but there's so much fucked up shit happening here too. Mm-hmm. Like just to think that Hurricane Ida just wiped out so much yeah. shit and they're not that far away. They're here yeah. in the US. Not let alone Texas just had a flood. Yeah. That Houston, they went through. Yeah. yeah. They just had a flood that yeah, they it's, went through. It's it's definitely hard times. It's definitely crazy and things they seem to be getting worse. And I can't tell if it's because we're in the age of information and now we know everything that's mm, happening. And all it's at hitting once, us all out. Yeah. Or if shit is really like getting more and more fucked yeah. up. So whatever yeah. it is, like you said, stay grant stay grounded. Check on your loved ones always and um and help where you can. Yeah. Help as much Seriously. as possible. Yeah. Amen. okay i guess we'll head into more like sad shit i know i know i was just thinking that i was like as we were talking i'm like wow we're gonna we're already killing the mood right right now we're really gonna kill the mood we're gonna put ourselves and others into depression exactly Wow. All right. Well, let's get into it. Yeah. You're first. Oh, it's me. It is. I'm Taj, by the way. Oh, shit. I'm honey. <laughs> <laughs> We're cocktail murder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Today, my story is about Abe DeBella. Um, I got my information from True Crime Daily on YouTube and also justiceforabe.com. Okay, so Abe was born in Maryland and was the middle child of, um, and the only boy of five children. Oh my gosh, the So he had four boy. sisters. Isn't oh that my crazy? God. His dad, who was a doctor and a mom, immigrated to the U.S. in search for the American dream. They immigrated from Ethiopia. Um, And by second grade, Abe was already considered gifted and was honored academically in like basically every aspect. Um, He was in like, he had to go to like these special classes because he was just a freaking genius at such a young age. He went on to receive a full ride academic scholarship to basically wherever he wanted to go. And then he obtained three degrees. 
They were a BA in neurobiology and physiology, a master's in public health, and then he received a degree in law in 2011. Of course, he came from a family of excellence um, because all four of his sisters were either physicians or lawyers as well. Wow, Jesus. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, that's the crazy part is like when people, when sometimes when people immigrate here, dude, they, they don't be, play around. They do not They don't play at all. I know, like, I used to know this um, family who was from Nigeria. They were a Nigerian family. And the kids were so, like, into school. They didn't have a choice. If they brought home a B, they'd get in trouble. They did not watch TV at home. They were just so focused. And talking to one of them, they were just kind of telling me, well, my parents immigrated here from Nigeria and uh they did not have these opportunities even though i believe that their dad was like a doctor as well so like i mean they were all very smart and very well educated um but they were like that's why we moved here to america to get a good education to become successful to live the american dream like that was the point they're like we could get this education in nigeria but it's nothing like coming to america making american money and like doing all that stuff i'm like Oh wow, that's just that yeah. good for you. Seriously. <laughs> well, meanwhile, us Americans are lazy as hell. Jesus, we don't want to do shit. We're like fuck school. Let's we try to figure out how school. to make it without school. Right, we try every way possible yeah. to do Even it without though school. The institution is kind of a scam, anyways. But I whatever. mean, you know, that's another subject. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so his family says that become a, becoming a lawyer was not only his dream, but it was his calling. Mm-hmm. They said he loved to talk and he loved to debate. He trained with several uh, major law firms, but at 32 years old, he decided to open his own private law firm in Reading, Connecticut. One of Abe's greatest loves was motorcycle riding, which is what attracted him to Reading because like of the long strips of land, I guess. I don't know, something like that. I was like, is that the motorcycle? (laughs) No idea. Um, At first, he was very well-liked, he was extremely smart, and he was known to spark up conversations with anyone, Um, but not just conversations, also friendly debates. And we know someone like that, our brother. Absolutely. He, TJ, Terry Josiah, oh my gosh, he will freaking debate you on the color of the sky. Okay. The thing is, is that he'll sneak the debate. You have no idea you're debating until you wake <laughs> up from the conversation. You're like, oh, you're debating me right, right now. Like, got it. You're going oh, against me. Yes. Got it. Understood. Oh. <laughs> um, they said that he would even debate like politically and like things like that, which ruffles some feathers right i mean i tried to debate my co-worker i've talked about him in previous episodes <laughs> we would debate and at first it was like friendly and to me it was more like sharpening my skills because it was like i was always prepared but i can't anymore like yeah. there's no there's just no more debating no. because i'm, I'm just over it because i'm not over a it debate. Yeah, it's not it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now it's you just trying to push your beliefs on me. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. At this point, you're ignorant or whatever. Right. 
Um, so this town of Reading, Connecticut, uh, which is a really affluent community that mm-hmm. is literally now 94.9% white. Nine, okay, 94.9% white people. Yes. What is this, 1949? Seriously. Jesus Christ. And then the black people was like 0.7%. It Shut wasn't even up. like a full 1%. It was like 0.7%. It was like crazy. <laughs> so basically, it was him. It was Abe. It was just him. And he, he was the 0.7. And he was Ethiopian. Oh, he so, wasn't yeah. even like... so he wasn't, yeah, got it. <laughs> African-American. Yeah, right. Ethiopian-American. Yeah. Um, okay, so... <laughs> oh, my God. We're stupid. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so... <laughs> okay. He told his mom one day... That people questioned him because he was a lawyer and he was black. You know, what did they got to question him about? (laughs) About what? They were like, oh, he's smart and a lawyer and owns his own law firm. Oh, but he's black. Like, what? Yeah, like, how is that? It's gotta be a fucking scam for something. (laughs) Right, exactly. What? Exactly. Jesus. He also Ugh. mentioned to a friend of his that um, he had to leave a bar one night because the dudes were looking at him super salty when one of the girls, a white woman, mm. uh, was showing interest in him. Mm. So he had to leave. Like, that is like red flag, red flag, red flag. For sure. Okay? For sure. Um, he went through the process of... Um, sorry. Okay, yeah. He went through the process of owning his own gun because yeah. Connecticut is an open carry state. Um, but they were making him jump through hoops uh, and basically made it almost impossible for him to get it. And it was very clear that they were making him jump through these hoops that they didn't make anybody, anybody else, else jump through. It was just like him specifically. Um yeah, and so only uh, black so, person in town, <laughs> right? Exactly, right. The point seven percent. So Abe, who was actually really big on gun rights, and he mm. was like, oh, wow. he was like a huge proponent in that. Uh, he accused the local police of violating the Second Amendment because they were basically making it so difficult for him to get this gun. The police didn't like that and automatically labeled him a troublemaker. Abe's law practice focused on unfair property taxes, which also put him at odds with city officials, and they would often get into heated arguments and discussions with him because of that. Mm. So after about three years of living in Redding, Connecticut, he began accumulating enemies, more enemies than friends. He was black, he was educated, successful, and he spoke his mind, which made him (laughs) a threat. A threat. Yep. He was intimidating to everyone just because he was black, educated, successful, and spoke his mind. Mm. Um, When he was finally able to get his license to carry, he kept his gun on him at all times. As he should. As he fucking should. That's the point, right? Mm-hmm. That's why you keep your gun on, not just for show. You keep your gun on you because if there's a threat. Because motherfuckers be trying. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But it's like when a black person holds it, it's an issue. But a white Supposedly. person needs to protect himself at all times. And pump up his fucking car. 
Ford truck and have his gun out for no goddamn reason. For no goddamn <laughs> for no reason. Goddamn reason. Sheesh. Okay. Because when trouble calls, even when there ain't trouble, when trouble calls, I, I comes answering. <laughs> pow, pow. <laughs> That's our impersonation of you, of a, of of a, a white, white person, man. of a white man from Connecticut. <laughs> I don't even know if you guys have access to Connecticut. Know. I think they're in the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have East Coast accents. I don't know. All white people have accents to me. <laughs> and it all sounds and like it's that. all Southern. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I, I heard you watching um, a wife swap, and one of the ladies was like, yeah. "You think I'm racist because I'm from Mississippi?" Bitch, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, you are <laughs> racist because you are from Mississippi. Yes, that's how it works. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Woo, okay. All right. So um, one Friday night, Abe went out for some drinks, uh, okay. which he normally did. He was a very hardworking lawyer. Uh, play hard, party hard, right? Play hard, party harder. Well, how does it go? Work hard, play oh, hard. <laughs> work hard, play hard. <laughs> what, what did I say? I just, I just looked at Taj in such disbelief. <laughs> Play hard? He said play hard, play hard, play hard, party harder. I'm typing that down. That's the name of the podcast. Oh my god. Play hard, party harder. It was the tequila. You know the tequila make you play hard and party harder. That's what it do. Okay. Ooh, serious time. Please. This is supposed to be belligerent. Okay. Okay, so he went to bars that he had been to before, so he was familiar with where he was. Uh, He was about 15 minutes away from his house. He was mingling with friends and was also networking because he was seen handing out his card to people. Which actually, now that I think about it, was probably his way of getting at girls, huh? Huh, it would be my way. (laughs) If I was a successful lawyer... Oh my god, I'd be such a narcissist. Okay, if you were were at a bar Uh and a dude was like, hey, how you doing? And then he's like, oh, I'm fine. My name is blah, blah, blah. And he He hands you a card and it says his name with... What is... Esquire. Yeah, Esquire at the end. I'd be like... At the end, I'd be like, oh, what does ESQ mean? He's so stupid. Or sometimes it says the thing is, blah, blah, blah. men eat that shit up, that dumb shit. Oh my gosh, I know, they it's eat amazing. that shit up. I know, it's the best way to manipulate a man to act like you're dumb. Yeah, <laughs> like you need help. Like you need help, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you guys are so stupid. So, so easy. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean though? <laughs> I'm so weak, I can't. <laughs> Babe, can you get this down for me? Right. Can you reach up on the shelf Ooh, that yeah, I can well, clearly read? Exactly, I just don't feel like stretching my shoulder that day. <laughs> okay (laughs) okay so after a few drinks okay serious for okay seriously yeah because it it starts to get fucked up Okay. okay 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 after a few drinks he drove off in his mercedes to go home and around 1 30 a.m police found abe's car overturned in a ditch about two miles from his house no. Uh... The police pulled his body out of the car and pronounced him dead at the scene. 
However, it was apparent that he hadn't died from the crash. They found that Abe had gunshot wounds to his back and his side. Around 7 a.m. in the morning, um, the next morning, before an autopsy or investigation or informing his family, the Reading Police Department released a statement saying, it does not appear that anyone else was involved and the gunshot wound was self-inflicted. In his back, bro. Forensics 101. 101, I mean... Or what, ballistic forensics 101. Yeah. Like, seriously. Or, yeah. What the hell? I mean, that's not even in your back. How? In your back. You, How? I self, I shot myself in the back and in my side to kill myself after a car crash. Like, it's, okay. They automatically ruled it a suicide and closed the case. Shut up! <clears throat> Abe's family girl. Abe's family did not believe Abe committed suicide. Obviously. They were told, though, that he was driving drunk and crashed his car and was so ashamed about being a drunk driver that he shot himself. What kind of shit? What? What kind of story? That is just crazy. Let me... Okay. That's not his first time going out and drinking and possibly driving buzzed. I mean, come on, not like that's not okay. Ooh, but yeah, but, but dude, who, I'm, no, like realistically, as adult, let's be adults and human beings here. Who the fuck is ashamed for right. driving drunk unless you accidentally killed a child or something while drunk driving? Like, I mean, I mean, you ashamed? shouldn't, you shouldn't you drive shouldn't, junk, no, drunk. No, you ever. shouldn't. But that's not. Some, that's not but worth, to kill yourself that doesn't even because make because you crash because you crash your car because you were drunk it just no I'm sorry no and then you're that ashamed and then and then shoot yourself in the back so you mean what after I crashed I reached around my car is overturned on top of me I'm in a ditch I'm in a ditch and the first thing I think to myself is let me shoot myself in the back in the back. Let me grab my gun. For one, let me even move. <laughs> right, exactly. I can't. Okay, so Abe's uh, family, friends, and his girlfriend knew that there that there was foul play and could have possibly been a hate crime. And so the NAACP got involved and demanded a true oh, investigation. But even then, the police department released another statement standing by their ruling of a suicide. Nothing was adding up at all, obviously. They found a weird text that Abe received moments before the crash, and it said, and I quote, turn, period, he just didn't. It, I wasn't able to find like where it came from. I don't think that they released mm-hmm. where the text came from mm-hmm. or honestly what it meant. Nobody yeah. knows what it meant at all. But the weird part was the police took his phone into custody and deleted that text only. So that's like people were like, that's weird. Why? But what's even weirder is that. Yeah, but the weirder part is that the police themselves yeah. deleted the text message. They also found that a motorist called the police that night after seeing Abe's overturned car. 
Um, but they hung up without giving any of their information, like their name or anything, and didn't stop to help. So they thought that that was weird too. Like you see that someone has crashed or you see an overturned car. You don't want to give your name or information and you don't want to help. It's just weird. After a full autopsy, they found that Abe suffered bullet wounds to the back of his head as well. One behind each ear. So, like, the bullet went in one side and came out the other. The bullet entered um, on the left side, but Abe is right-handed. Ha! Ah. Common sense. Common sense. Why the fuck would you shoot yourself with so a you non-dominant mean, hand? I reached around my back. Yeah, with your non-dominant hand. Shot myself in the back, and then with my non-dominant hand, reached around again and shot myself in the back of the head? That. Yeah, okay. Abe's DNA was not found on the trigger of the gun, but there is DNA on the trigger that most likely matches the shooter. So there was DNA, they tested it, it didn't match Abe's, but they didn't test it against anyone else. Not even, they don't have a, like, a system of people who are in and out of jail, at least that they can fucking... I'm sure they do, but they did not. That's usually what happens, you know, if it, like... It's like... If they don't know, if they if they just have DNA and they can't match it to someone, they'll, yeah. like, put it in, um, like, a, a thing, right? It's like a system. If, yeah, yeah, and like, see if we have a match. matches anyone no, that they we didn't. already had. They said, oh, it doesn't match Abe? Done over it like throw away the evidence like that was it they didn't match it to anyone else jesus christ um police claimed to uh have the bullet that killed him but it was found four days later and there was no dna or blood on it so they said four days later the police went back to the scene magically found the bullet that was shot at him and when they brought the bullet in it was a clean bullet there wasn't any there wasn't anything on it what so it was just like it's all really fucked up okay they also found um a bullet hole in the passenger seat that didn't match the bullets in abe's gun so it had to have been another gun hello the bullet hole did not match the bullets and the so there is another gun with another bullet like but it's a suicide right there was more evidence as well there were two clues There was hair found near the passenger window, never tested. And, girl, this is the craziest part. A muddy footprint was found on the back of Abe's jacket. (laughs) Okay. Seriously. Okay. Isn't that crazy? And that was never, like, tested. Nothing came into that. And then someone had asked, well, were, like, the first responders. Yeah. Did someone, like, accidentally step on his back? And then, <laughs> right. And then I, I was, <laughs> like, watching the interview of their attorney. And he was like, would you ever trust a first responder ever? Right. If he goes to a crime scene and is stepping on bodies? And accident. Wait, I'm sorry. Accidentally step on the only fucking the only- deceased body oh my on the floor. 
what sense? Right. What sense does that make? The crazy part is we'll never fucking know because they just got rid of it. Like they didn't even they didn't test the footprint wow. for what shoe it might have been. Wow. Who the hair in the passenger seat didn't test it like nothing. The bullet in the passenger seat didn't come from his gun. Did they test what gun or what kind of gun it may have come from? Nope, not at all. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Okay, so it's like, it's wow. very clear, right? The DeBella's yeah. uh, family attorney believes that the police department is trying to cover up a murder. Um, and he's so sure that he's actually doing this pro bono for the family. He's oh, like, dude, wow. come on. This yeah. is like overwhelming yeah. amount of evidence. Yeah. That he that it's not suicide. There's yeah. more evidence that it was a murder than it was a suicide. Yeah. At, you know, one hundred percent. So what he said is he believes that Abe was driving home that night and another motorist pulled up next to him and shot him through his window, which is consistent with his shattered window. He said the window is shattered because somebody shot through it, and then the police department is saying the window was shattered because he got in a car accident, but they're like as after they looked into it they're like it wouldn't shatter in the way that it was shattered mm. through the accident that he had like mm. come on so whatever again that's something they can't totally prove but they're pretty sure that that's what happened um that is what caused abe to veer off and flip his uh car into the ditch um and then the killer went to the scene where his car was took abe's gun and shot him with the sad part is that medical examiners were able to prove that the car crash itself did not kill Abe. After the car had flipped into the ditch, Abe was trying to crawl out from under the car and that's when he was shot and killed. So people were asking too, well, how did he get Abe's gun? And Abe, he was crawling out from under his flipped vehicle out of the ditch. And so I'm assuming his body being outside of the car now, um, it was easy to grab his gun and shoot him with it. Um, and yeah, so that is... No. The story. No, that's not the end. Of Abe DeBella. No, are you kidding me? Yes, it is so sad. It is currently closed Shut as a suicide, um, but there is a petition out there to, uh, yeah, to reinvestigate yeah. it. Um, if you guys can just go to www.change.org/justice, the letter for Abe. Yes, yeah. and um, and you can go and sign the petition. You don't have to pledge money, even though I believe it does help boost um, the petition stuff. But if you can go and and just sign up, sign Donate your name on there, a dollar, a dollar, yeah, anything, at least, yeah, um, and Seriously. get that reinvestigate and get that case reopened because he does need justice. Um, again, I got some of my information from justiceforabe.com. That's justice, the number four, abe.com. Um, and it has a lot of information. I mean, you can read on there. You can read through all of the investigative documents. You can read, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not exactly sure who put that website up. I'm assuming that it is from the family, um, but they put all the information out there. So you can look for yourself and be like, okay, this, this is some fucked is up yeah. shit. 
Um, so yeah, I, I hope that you all do that. Sign that petition, dude, because this is one of those cases that, again, you know, that really needs for one national attention. Yes. For one. And, and it's not going to happen unless no. we raise hell about it. Yeah, and so absolutely. it's, and it's this is the, the era to do that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. dude yeah depressed yeah basically and time for more sad news yeah all right all right here we go get into it (sighs) okay this is the story of anaya blankard so anaya blankard was born on june 22nd 2000 in homewood alabama 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 Her father, Elijah, is a businessman, and her mother, Angela, is a registered nurse. Angela remarried to a UFC heavyweight fighter, Walt Harris, who would obviously then be Anaya's stepdad. Those dudes are dangerous. Man. She was the oldest girl of of four siblings with two brothers and a little sister. She was very loving towards her family. She never caused any problems. Like, she had a great relationship um, with her mom, her biological father, and her stepfather. Hmm. Um, She was into sports, played softball, and basically she was on the right track for success um, as she was a student um, at the Southern Union State Community College planning to transfer to Auburn State University, which if you know about Auburn State University, you know that's an amazing school. Mm -hmm. Um, The campus is huge and beautiful, and it's definitely not for the rejects like me who went to (laughs) Troy University (laughs) for journalism, but guess what? Now I have a motherfucking podcast, so fuck you, Auburn. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So clearly, like, her life was just together, and she was on the right track. On October 23rd, 2019, Anaya dropped her brother Elijah Jr. off at his home in Auburn, Alabama around 11 p.m. They lived about 10 minutes from each other. Anaya lived with a roommate named Sarah O'Brien who expected Anaya to be home. So around 11 p.m. within the same hour that Anaya dropped off her brother, Sarah texted Anaya to see if she was almost home, to which Anaya replied with yes. And I just want to say that if you're living with a roommate or like if you're in a town, city where there's friends and family, like it's so important to just like let them know where you're going, send their send your that location. Yeah. Um, it's not that they're not on your back or anything. It's just so that like, if you're going somewhere unusual, it's just good for someone else to know, to know where you what are, you're yeah. up to and where you're at. I, I remember my first roommate um, ever, we did not talk at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, we rarely even saw each other. And I used to think, like, and she would honestly be in her room all the time. I was in my room a lot, but she mm-hmm. like never left her room. And I remember thinking to myself, like, if she died, in her room, I wouldn't, wouldn't even know. know. Yeah. 
that's how it was like when I lived in LA I didn't know any of my housemates my roommates like crazy we saw each other in passing but like there was was no communication of like hey I'm going here I'm going there yeah yeah no it's yeah if she left and never returned I would I would never know until it was time to pay rent and there was no rent you know like and it's like oh shit yeah (laughs) where are you right (laughs) I'll be texting like bitch get your yeah like like, trying to pull one on me meanwhile she's dead yeah that's crazy yeah 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 so definitely make sure someone knows some type of communication yeah of what you're Mm -hmm. up to whatever 30 minutes after anaya's response she still not had a right she still did not arrive home Hmm. so it's getting late and 11 38 p.m rolls around where sarah sends anaya another text asking if she decided to go out anaya said yes and that she's with a guy named eric Sarah checked the shared location and saw that she was near or at a complex nearby um, where most college students lived and or hung out at. And Sarah wakes up the next morning to find that Anaya hadn't come home, nor is she answering her phone calls. Hmm. She called her brother, Elijah, who said he didn't see her since he was dropped off. Then she called a woman whose son was babysat by Anaya and found that she did not show up to work either. During this time, Elijah called his mom and stepdad and said that Anaya is missing. They immediately drove to Auburn. They grew concerned when they found her dog had stayed alone since the night without care, which isn't something Anaya would do. Her parents immediately went to social media and they talked to the neighbors searching for their daughter. The community then organized a search party for her. The next day, on October 25th, 2019, they found found Anaya's car 55 miles away from Auburn at an apartment in Montgomery, Alabama. The car was described to be in disarray with blood in the front passenger seat, a bullet hole on the side door with the smell of Clorox. What? The investigators, or the investigation was in full throttle with clear evidence that Anaya was indeed in danger. Mm. Investigators released surveillance footage on October 28th of Anaya at a gas station buying chips two minutes away from her apartment. This was the night of her disappearance and would be the last time anyone would have seen her again. Oh my gosh. In the footage, there was a man kind of lurking in the front buying alcohol, and clearly he was kind of like either eyeing Anaya, but it's like unclear whether or not he was like with her, but he had his eyes on her Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, He was seen entering her passenger side debatable that it was forceful but he was seen in her passenger side or getting in his getting in her passenger side um he was identified as a 30 year old uh man named abraham abraham i'm gonna say abraham fuck it fuck that guy abraham yazid Mm -hmm. from montgomery alabama with a lengthy rap sheet He was out on bond during that time um, for charges for beating and robbing two people earlier that year. Wow. 
With further investigation going in the direction of the clear person of interest, investigators received a call from a witness who was at the gas station and said that Yazid forced her into her car. At the time, this witness felt like he or she should mind their business. What? Which... Come on. So it said that, like, this witness had said, oh, I didn't say anything before because I talked, you know, basically this person consulted with someone else about it. Like, hey, I saw this guy force this girl into the car, and that person told the witness, mind your business. business. So the witness decided to, like, withhold that information. Which, if you see anything that seems, like, remotely, like... (sighs) Dude, not okay if you see something say something even if like i understand that even if you assume that they're a couple and it's a trouble couple mm-hmm. you still want to save the person who's the victim within that couple so if someone's an abuser you still want to contact the police yeah, right you know exactly. like you want to say something because you can save that person's life yeah absolutely i i saw this thing it was actually charlamagne the god and he was saying mm-hmm. if he sees couples fighting and it's like a pretty heated argument he'll like drive by or like walk by and say hey just so you know there's police over here even if there's not it at least gets them to like stop yeah like just fucking yeah and then like that way if like she or he needs help like they can get some kind of help it's just yeah Oh, I can't it it gives me the shivers to like see something crazy and then like Oh no, and then yeah. not to say something. It's, exactly. Oh, no, no. I, I feel like it would bother me for sure. Absolutely. Night, for sure. Yeah. Another witness called the investigator saying that Yazid actually confessed to killing a girl, um, and there was a struggle in the car that he had jacked, I guess, or robbed, um, and they both reached for the gun. As this man was getting arrested and formally charged, they find remains of a girl in a wooded area in Macon County, Alabama, who was unfortunately determined to be Anaya's body. No. Autopsy reported that she was killed with a gun. Hmm. Wow. Prosecutors were seeking kidnapping and capital murder of Anaya, seeking the death penalty... (laughs) All while Yazid was free on a $295,000 bond. He was free this time, this whole time. So he was free the whole time. Then they arrested him with the bond of $295,000, which he was able to. He was able to put that up. Yeah. What is it? Like 10% of like the actual like bond, but he was able to put up whatever amount. Um, for him to be free. It's like this guy already has a rap sheet. He's suspected Definitely in the dangerous. murder yeah. of another. Why Why should he even get any type of bond or bail or anything? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, oh, th- that just pissed me off. So Yazid had other charges pending for other, um, for other robberies and murders that he had done um, of a woman who was shot in the face by him and a 77 year old man left unconscious and severely beaten um both incidences took place in 2018 like did you not did they not know (laughs) so with those two including anaya oh gosh 
guy's a monster. A warrant was then issued for his arrest, and they found a tip that he went to Florida, the craziest, most sickening oh fucking gosh, state ever. Florida. The police found his slow ass and is currently, he is currently being held in the Lee County Jail in Alabama, awaiting his trial for capital murder and kidnapping. So, wow. yes, currently, he's he currently. Is. so wow. he is, he's been charged, but we still don't know, like, what he'd like be convicted of, yeah. Um, oh, the family, the okay, okay. The family was oh. obviously outraged that Yazid um, was bailed out. So, <laughs> with the support of the community and UFC supporters, the state of Alabama created Anaya's Law to reform Alabama's bail laws. And this always, I don't know, last time this just like struck a nerve. I don't know why it's like striking a nerve again. Like, it's just like, it sucks, but it's so beautiful. So those with capital offenses must stay in holding until the time of trial. And that's Anaya's law. And so as of February 2020, the Alabama House of Representatives voted 140 and zero in favor of Anaya's law. Um, 140 and And zero. zero. So, wow. in the state of Alabama, um, I don't know how long it takes for a law to yeah. <laughs> take place, but I know that now, um, so, like, the capital offenses would be, like, any form of, of abuse, child abuse, yeah. um, like, terrorism, um, yeah. murder, um, mm-hmm. like, just crazy shit like that, yeah. um, like, kidnapping, they will not be able to make bail right. ever like at all yeah they shouldn't um, be able although, to although yeah and although it does depend it still depends on the judge whether or not they mm. want to deny bail um but that's like a, they're able to now deny bail for for these types of charges yeah. in the state of alabama all for anaya's law which fucking sucks that it takes her her right yeah for and this, this is anaya i'm showing a photo this is her <sighs> I know, and she's like, she was, I gosh, I don't know the exact age. I want to say she was 19, 20 years old. Um, Wow. She was super young, like super on track. Um, Yeah. No way. Yeah. And she just looked so like, and I think it it keeps striking a nerve. I know it keeps striking a nerve, but I think it's because I know what she looks like. Yeah. So it's just like, oh my God. It's, yeah. She so did not deserve this. Um, that's her stepdad, the UFC fighter. We'll post the photos on Instagram so you guys can see. Um, but yes, that is them. Um, yeah, that's that's the story of Anaya Blinkard. <laughs> she said that, or not she said, but it was stated that, I mean, she dropped off her, her brother. I, you know, all she was doing was going to the gas station on her way home, two minutes away from her apartment to buy a bag of chips and unfortunately she you know she got robbed and um the thought of her reaching for the gun yeah like she was she was ready fighting yeah she fought for her life that was her fighting for her life and that like that really gets me and it, it sucks that it takes that for um, a law to be out, but yes, because of Anaya, yeah, now I, there's a law called I'm Anaya's like, law. How do you determine who? Because not everybody gets bailed. No. How do you determine who gets bail or not when? 
because clearly this guy had a rap sheet a mile yeah. long. He was already like awaiting shit for some for shooting someone in the right. face. Like, why would you even let this man out on bail? And where the hell did he get the money? Yeah, you know, like it, yeah, I just. That's like the first everything thing I about thought. that is so fucked up and failed her in so many ways. Yeah, exactly. The first thing I thought was, how did he get the money? At first, investigators thought that, like, you know, super early on, you know, into the investigation, they thought that the roommate might have had something to do with it, and that maybe the roommate used her phone, used Anaya's phone to respond to the... They thought the roommate set her up or whatever, but, like, the more I look into it, this guy, Mm -hmm. I mean, with the surveillance footage, um, even though it could be debatable that he forced her into the car, there's more people, like, the majority is like, no, he fucking forced... And then on top of that, there's a witness who was there at the gas station that witnessed, like, you know was physically there and saw the whole encounter yeah like he was you know? so bold exactly he was very bold he didn't care i mean he clearly doesn't care about his life he doesn't care about anyone else this yeah. is uh, i mean you guys she looks so young oh my gosh she if looks you, uh, you could mistake her for 17 maybe yeah you can 16. mistake her for a high school student exactly especially in that she doesn't look i mean she does not look like a college student at all you can really mistake her for um, someone really young so for someone to do that and then for this young girl to just like fight for her life like that it's yeah. just Oh and that God. be her demise. But, like, yeah, oh it, like there's something so sad and so beautiful about that yeah, because a exactly. lot of people mm-hmm. don't fight, and it's yeah. good to know that she did. Um, yeah, ladies, first always watch your back. It, oh my be God, be so aware of For your sure. surroundings. You have to. Yes, we don't have a choice but to. And I, I hear it all the time, like, uh, like victim, like victim blaming and victim culture, yeah. or whatever is like. Um, you know well we shouldn't have to not wear this you know for that don't teach women how to act and dress teach men how to not rape yeah but it's like yeah but that's but very true yeah, but, but that doesn't mean that there. they're not gonna <laughs> yeah but they're out there yeah like they're still out so there. i'm not saying don't wear what you want to wear but be fucking careful because yeah. obviously she i mean she probably wasn't and this was yeah this was around 11 you know late 11 you know p.m and like i remember even like when we were um when i lived in la and you were like hey i have to get gas and it was late at night i asked you to come and with i me. went with you mm-hmm. you got gas and then you dropped me back off and then even then it was kind of like a walk to yeah my, you were like in an alley place yeah and you were like text me when you make it inside and i said i will yeah. you know it's just like you extra have to be careful like that mm-hmm. you I mean, it sounds like we're paranoid, but we're not because it can honestly These happen to happen. anyone. You guys, this happened in um, in 2019. Mm-hmm. This happened in 2019 mm-hmm. to a college student. Minutes away from her house. She was minutes away from her home. Um, usually gas stations are well lit and it still happened. There's mm-hmm. footages, there's surveillance cameras everywhere. And a guy still got away with murdering yeah. a girl. Yeah, pay attention well, not to your, got away to with your it, surroundings. Yeah. As soon as you get in the door, when I, as soon as I get in in my Ooh, car door, I lock it. I don't need that's. Lock I don't even think. Sure. I just mm-hmm. lock it immediately, yep. just yeah. in case, because that has happened. This is not the first time that's happened where a man just walked into the passenger um, seat. This happens a lot, and I know people personally who have had that happen to them, where a dude 
like they would try to get at like one of my friends and for some reason his way of doing that is opening the passenger door and sitting inside if that happens where a man is able to open your passenger door and sit inside your car get out it's not worth it no you Mm want to yo just take my car just have it yeah (laughs) and go immediately run back inside yes where there are people yeah bang on the window literally Mm -hmm. cause a scene Mm -hmm. and make sure that you are noticed absolutely yeah oh that's such a sad case man so that's the story of anaya blinkhart oh be careful Mm mm-hmm Wow. Wow. I am so sad. I am going to binge watch Wife Swap right now. Yeah. I, like I need to put on like Bob's Burgers, dude. Yeah. Like these stories. <laughs> Whoa. It's just so sad. It is sad. It's so sad. It is so sad. We were just saying it could happen to anyone. Right. You know, Abe was a fucking attorney, a successful attorney mm-hmm. at that, you know, mm-hmm. who owned his own firm and it happened to him. Right. And if, unfortunately, the county, the community where he lived oh, in does gosh. not give a fuck. At all, For clearly. obvious reasons, yeah. you know. And yeah. then with Anaya, she had nothing to do with the lifestyle of the – of the perpetrator right. and it happened to she her was wrong place wrong time wrong place wrong time <sighs> oh, oh my gosh, gosh. <laughs> that's so sad that's yeah. where like that parental paranoia comes in too because oh, it's like geez, i, I, I couldn't I, I like and she had a village she, she has a family she had a yeah. dad stepdad yeah a who mom. were very they, well present yeah, they all like everyone her. was present in she her had life. siblings and then for them to wake up one day and like this hat like and then for her brother <sighs> to call and, and have to tell his mom and stepdad, oh, Anaya is missing. Like my sis, our sister is missing. That already is crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I just. Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> Take a breather. Once again, thank you guys. Um, we would like to. I don't know. Did we say this earlier? I'm not sure. Um, but thank you to uh, Jenny, one of our oh, investigators. Yeah. She donated wine. That's um, what we're drinking today. Oh, we didn't oh even God, say. I know. Oh we had tequila. <laughs> we had the shot of tequila, but we washed it down with red wine. Yes, it's it is actually the 19 from... Crimes, um, the Snoop Dogg yeah, edition. Exactly. Um, and I got it from. This is such a funny story from one of our investigators. Investigators, Jenny, yeah. we love you, Jenny. You are so funny. Thank you so much for this. Yes. Yeah, um, she donated it to us, which anybody can if you want to donate yeah, wine, absolutely. you can. Um, what's funny is uh, she gave it to me during a church service, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was walking around church, fellowshipping with my church mates with this wine bottle and yeah. Snoop Dogg's face. I was gonna say, and it's like you can't even be like, "Oh, it's the blood of Jesus." No, no it's literally. 19 crimes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. But it was awesome. It was so wonderful um, to receive this from you. We yeah. love receiving Thank gifts you. from you guys. Yeah. Um, it's so appreciated. And yeah. and yeah. 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 And we love you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, next week, um, we are, if you're listening to this in time, next week um, is our live. Once again, we do the live once a month, and that would be every Wednesday, every third Wednesday. Yeah, that's um, not um, That's not next, next week. week. It's oh, the 15th, September the 15th. 15th. It's not next week. So it's if you're not. listening to this in time, um, don't listen to me. <laughs> 
I take that back. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we do every third Wednesday um, of our Instagram live. Yes. Definitely join us. Um, however, our uh, regular schedule for the podcast is normal. Blah blah yeah. blah. We drop and Thursdays remember and then listen. Yes, listen to our minisodes. Um, we we literally we we're gonna think of a new name for it because yeah. it really is a trivia game. It's yeah. not like another like podcast where we talk about Shit. new crimes. At least yeah. we talk about the older c- crimes that we've talked about in the past. Exactly. So it's a trivia game based on the past episodes that we've yes. done. So we encourage you guys to go back and listen and kind of refresh your brains and or if you're just now joining, go back and yep. listen to it through and um, get schooled on some of the <laughs> trivia. Taj and I quiz each other yeah. and you know whether or not we get it right, we drink, we, it's, we're even more drunk. And then yes. we also have our cocktail of the week yes. that is posted on our Instagram at Cocktail Murder. So Absolutely. So make sure you grab those ingredients and yeah. play along with us. If you get the answer wrong, you drink. If you get the answer right, drink and you celebration. Drink it. <laughs> Why not? But um, until then, we will catch you guys later and let's cheers it out to the next murder. Cheers. Clink, clink. clink. clink.